Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show, and you'll get it. It's three ten, uh, 410 here in the studio, 59 degrees and sunny outside. Another gorgeous day here in Northeast Pennsylvania. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, I'm happy to have two guests here in the studio, Claire and Patty, and they're here to tell us about the Greenfield Township Community Park, Greenfield Township as a whole, and the Veterans Memorial that you're going to have this, uh, the dedication this Saturday. Thank you, ladies, for coming in. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having us. All right. So tell us a little about your organization. So um, we have a committee. So uh, it's the uh, Community Park and Veterans Memorial Committee. And uh, we just recently, in 2021, we received uh, funds from a grant from the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources to uh, construct a park, a community park. And uh, in parallel, we also wanted to uh, build a veterans memorial. So um, when you see the park, you'll see the park on one side, and then you'll see a really nice uh, veterans memorial that um, is recently completed construction. Yeah, I was there. I voted, uh, you know, on election day there, and I saw the park across the street. I did go over and take a look at it. Uh, it's beautiful. It's definitely an, an asset to the community. It's it's great. A it's a great addition, and to honor our veterans, you know, there's not a greater dedication that you guys could make to it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So this Saturday, we're really excited. Um, we're um, hosting a dedication ceremony. And it's uh, from two to two thirty at the at, right at the uh, memorial, and uh, and then afterwards we're having a little reception, um, and then the, the kind of the highlight we got a couple of highlights actually. One is a featured flyover. We have two vintage World War II era planes. Uh, they're going to be flying um, at the beginning of the ceremony, um, so we're excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see these planes often. They fly over my house all the time. Uh, it's it's been a great a great asset to look at. Uh, Claire, tell us a little bit about Greenfield Township. Now, I know you said you lived there 100 years, but I doubt that. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've been there for 20 years. And um, tell us a little bit about Greenfield Township. Well, I was born there in 1927 and went through the Greenfield School. 11, we only had 11 grades, so... Uh, we had to get our 12th year. The township paid our tuition, but we had to furnish our own transportation. So most of us at 16 got our driver's license and uh, went to Carbondale to finish my 12th year. But then I married, but I was away from here for a few years, but only 50 miles. But then I came back after I retired from the Bendix Corporation and uh live in my old the old homestead which we do not know even how old it is but it's comfortable and it's home and my mother was born in it before me 1892 my mother was born so that's how old this house is and uh that's it it was a good area area to grow up in and uh accomplish things and uh it that's, is. It is a great about, area. That's it, about it. It's yeah. a, it is a great area. I saw the area within minutes. This I said, this is the place I want to spend the rest of my life and raise my family. Oh, that's what Patty said, too, probably. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Absolutely, because we moved here in 2005. 
Yeah. And um, but the one thing that I was really impressed with is over the years they've built a really nice historical museum. So if you if you're in the area, you definitely need to stop by and check it out. It's got some really interesting things, photos. It's amazing. And that's the school the schoolhouse and the museum right next in the yeah. in the uh-huh. municipal parking yeah. lot where the firehouse is. Yeah. Greenfield Township is a, a small area, and uh, but there's a lot of history in Greenfield Township. So when I moved back, uh, all I heard talk was from Joe Sabotnik and Frank Gardner, going to have a museum, going to have a a historical society. So in 1996, I put an ad in the paper, anyone wanting to attend a meeting to form a historical society, come to this meeting. Well, we had so many charter members that uh, it went over great. We just went from there. And uh, so we raised uh, the funds without uh, any help, uh, but volunteers, volunteer help, volunteer monies. And uh, it just, and we had our dedication in 2016 of the museum, and the township was 200 years old. The, the Historical Society was 20 years old, and um, we had a great turnout. And uh, just we have so much memorabilia that was given to us uh, that people had stored different places. And uh, it's just a um, anyone wants to drop by at any time, they can contact me. I don't mind giving my number. It's 570-282-2768. You can just call me. I only live two miles over, and I would be glad to meet anyone there, which I have in the last 20 years. Met many people, sold many items, and yeah, it's wonderful. And you mentioned Joe Slobotnik, uh, who's the town, township supervisor, yeah. and he's also Gold, Gold Star father. And uh, yeah, I know right. the baseball field on, on Hickory oh, Ridge yeah, is, is named oh, yeah. after Eric. I, I know the story well. Uh-huh. Um, and you couldn't have more support with, with a gold, father, gold, gold star father, gold star family there in charge, you know, on the, on the, the, the township board to uh, assist you in this. And I'm sure he's ecstatic oh, he, that this is going on, and I'm looking forward to the event. That's what I said. He, he was very, very instrumental in pushing it. And also Frank Gardner, who was deci- deceased, he was a relative of my husband's, and uh, but we grew up together. So Frank was very interested in forming the society, which he was our vice chairman for years. So, um, yeah, we got a... It was a wonderful thing that... We thought of. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's beautiful. It truly is. Yeah. I got a text message coming in and says, plus there's a tasty freeze in Greenfield Township. Love it. So, you know, the <laughs> listeners out there know Greenfield well. So, so Patty, you, you were telling me a little bit about that you, you were involved with the fire department there on an administrative basis. You volunteer for them as well. And you've kind of spearheaded the, the administration process of this as far as the Facebook page, as far as the promotion of it and getting the word out there for the community. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about how this has transpired over the years till this to this event that's going to take place on Saturday. Yeah, so it's taken maybe ten years to um, kind of get this off the ground. I know there were a couple times we tried to get grants before, and um, I think um, at one point, maybe a couple years ago, we just said let's really try to do it. And I think the township purchased land, purchased the land where the park is now, so that um, we were able to. Uh, apply for grants and um, so it's been great working with DCNR Um, we were able to get the first grant for uh, the walking trail 
and the uh, parking lot. There's and a dog park there. So the dog park is actually um, that was that's not part of the grant. Okay. So that was actually funded by um, an individual, a family in Greenfield, and um, it's it's great. The park has just been wonderful. Everybody, I mean, every day I see dogs there, <laughs> and uh, and then I heard a story that I think someone brought a goat. I didn't actually get to see it, but I heard that someone was passing by and they saw someone with a goat. <laughs> If you brought a goat to the Greenfield Township Dog Park, we want to know who you are, so please contact us here at the station. We'd love to get your information out there. That's great. That, that Hey, it's it's open for everybody, right? Yeah. So so this event, it's going to be Saturday, November 11th at 2 p.m. Uh, you're hosting the Veteran Memorial Dedication Ceremony, a flyover with two vintage World War II airplanes. Um, one's going to be a Piper L4J Grasshopper, and uh, the other one's going to be a Boeing Cadet Stearman primary trainer and you're also going to have major general john gronsky mm-hmm. uh, army uh, u.s army retired as a keynote speaker yes yes we're excited to um to have him there as well and um he knows uh the Sublodnik family personally he was actually the uh, i believe the battalion commander right. he led the um um the troops um when um when eric was there yeah. as well so um, so yeah, we're excited to see him as well. So and he he just he volunteered immediately. So thank you, shout out to him for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, sir, for for taking your time to to be part of this and and to be the keynote speaker. Um, you're also looking for people who want to have loved ones' names who've served in yes. in in the memorial itself. There's still spaces for the 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 granite. Pla- um, pavers that are there yes yes you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah sure so uh, as part of the design so it was designed by um, Joe Solodnik and um, uh, it's there's different size stones that you can purchase uh, and all the funds from the purchase of the stones is going towards building the the memorial Mm -hmm. so there's different sizes you can get a 15 by 15 a 15 by 30 or a 30 by 30 stone and um, and there's plenty of room. I mean, we've got up to like maybe over 40 right now. So um, we're hoping. What is there room for? What's your total max that you can have pavers for? Well, it depends. So it, it it's hard to say because it depends on the size. Okay. So uh, like one 30 by 30 stone can hold four, <laughs> 15 by 15s. 15. So it depends on um, how many purchase 15 by 15s. Um, so, but we're, um, we have plenty of room and we have a plan B, um, you know, if we get overwhelmed with requests, then we definitely have a plan B. All right. And you have a Facebook page, Greenfield Township Community Park and Veterans Memorial for anyone who wants to follow what you're doing up there. Um, and I also see a email or a website is greenfieldtownshipsupervisors.org slash park. That's correct. That's where we're posting all of our, um, uh, past events and uh, upcoming events and just kind of just kind of a place where we can just keep everything there and archive and just kind of you can look back and see um you know all the different things we've been in you know featured in the newspaper we've had uh courtney harrison come out yeah uh, report on it so um and that's where you can go and download the form and um, look and see what spaces are available all right excellent i i encourage all the listeners out there if you're up in the greenfield township area and if not head up there anyway uh, it's a great day trip to go up there. You can uh, enjoy the day at the park, enjoy some of the... See the museum. See the museum. 
right across the street, almost right across right. the street. Right. And uh, have a great day because Saturday it looks looks like it's going to be a fine day on Saturday. So uh, I will be there. I'm looking forward to myself, and I appreciate you good ladies coming in. Oh, thank you so much for having us. All right, thank you, Claire. Going to be refreshments after. Okay, I'll look forward to that, too, even more. It's uh, 421 here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. This Pentella Data Internet traffic update. We have an accident, 81 northbound, just after Wilkes-Barre Bear Creek. That has things backed up pretty bad at the moment. So you might want to avoid that area, and you certainly do not want to get on 81 northbound at Wilkes-Barre Bear Creek because that is all jammed. We have construction on 80 east, which is causing delays. That's right past the 81 junction. You're dipping a little bit below the speed limit, 81 southbound through the Scranton area. And we have a crash on West Linden Street and North Main Street in Wilkes-Barre. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. This afternoon, sunny high 61. Tonight, becoming cloudy and cold, low 42. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, breezy at times, high 53. Saturday, mix of sun and clouds, high 48. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, high 47. It's currently 59 degrees and sunny at 422 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 426. 59 degrees and sunny out there, excuse me. Um, you know, great guests in here, Claire and Patty. I'm glad I could get them in. And God bless Patty. You know, I was talking about, again, this is the Greenfield Township Community Park and Veterans Memorial. The dedication is going to be Saturday, November 11th at 2 p.m. And they're hosting this dedication to the Veterans Memorial. I've seen it. It looks outstanding. But speaking to Claire on on her way out, 96 years old, God bless her, she said she has multiple names engraved in this war memorial, the Veterans Memorial. Three of her relatives fought in the Civil War, one in the Spanish-American War, and one in uh, World War I. So all those names will be engraved. Uh, I can't wait to see it, hopefully get a picture of it myself, and I can put it out on my social media to you guys. Um, just outstanding history there. And it is truly a beautiful area, like I said, when I... When I went, showed up in Greenfield Township on January 3rd of 2004, took one look at my house. I said, this is it. This is where I want to spend the rest of my life and raise my kids, raise my family. And that's, well, definitely it is. And my wife fights with me all the time. It is my forever home. It's as simple as that. It's going to be. You know, I may winter a little bit. Well, as, as I get older, I would like to spend uh, maybe January, February, March, down in warmer climate, but um, as far as spring, summer, and fall, there's no place I'd rather spend it than up there in northeast Pennsylvania. So uh, let's go to the phones now. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. We have uh, Charles from Scott Township. He knows Claire. Hey, Charles. Yeah, Rob. Uh, we uh, go to the same church, uh, Community Bible Church right there on Route 107 at Heart Lake, and she is a big inspiration to all of us there. She's an awesome woman. Incredible woman, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, she's an inspiration to us all. She's an incredible woman. It's a real pleasure. It's a privilege and honor to know her and to worship with her every Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to have her back in. We're going to have them both back in. It was a, it was a great conversation wow. today. Looks like a great event. Are you going to be there at, at the Greenfield Township dedication on Saturday? I, I'm going. I can't guarantee it, but I'm going to try because I, I love the veterans. I never served, you know, but I had a lot of friends that did, and and uh, and uh, you know, I had nothing but uh, awesome respect for all of them. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call, Rob. Charles, thanks. I, I missed the interview. I, I just got in the car and I turned it on and I heard you talking about it. And I missed it. I'm, I'm going to send it to them. I'm, I'm going to. It's going to be turned into a podcast. I'm going to send it to them and uh, hopefully they could post it on their Facebook. I'll post it on my social media as well. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Have right. a good day. God bless. Thank you, Charles. Same to you. Um, I just got a text message from the ladies who were just here. So to be able to mention that we're looking uh, for a helicopter to display at the park, preferably a Cobra. And it would be, uh, it would look good on a pedestal. So if anybody has a Cobra helicopter, the Veterans Memorial in Greenfield Township would love to display it. So I, I'll, I'll see what I can do there. I mean, I could put, I don't know about a Cobra. I maybe put it out to some of my, my Navy assets out there to see if we can find a, um, a shell of a helicopter, but We'll see. Hey, if you're going to aim, you aim high, correct? Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. A uh, little change of subject here. We have L from Wayne County on the ballot blunders, since uh, we were talking about that before the guest came on. Okay. Um, Northampton County, uh, it's east of Allentown. They had a problem with their voting machines in PA. Yep, we talked about it, it live County- while it was happening on Election Day. Oh, you did? Yep. So, so what exactly was going on? It was flipping was the votes. Me. There was a glitch in the system where it was flipping the votes. If you looked to re- retain the two judges and you voted yes for one and no for the other, it was switching it to yes for the first one and no for the second one. Oh, oh my God. I'll tell you. Well, that just goes to prove we really need to go back to the paper ballots. Whether or not the people like it or not, it is a safer way to go, and especially with the Democrats getting sending so many out for for the mail-in we need to do that and 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 i prefer it because you can actually see everything that's on the ballot and especially like on uh somebody had mentioned on voter day they had mentioned that um for i don't i think they were talking about the county council for Luzerne County. They were saying that all the Democrats came up first, and it looked like there was only three Republicans. And then you had to scroll down or flip it so you could see the other Republicans. And some people probably thought there was only three Republicans on it, and that's probably all they voted for, you know? And and if you have the ballot and you you have a paper ballot, you can see exactly what is on that ballot, you know? You can flip it back from one side to the other and you don't have that nonsense going on and it's time we just go back to paper i mean really it's the safest way to go well we use paper up by me i used a paper ballot and anyone depending on you know regardless of the system you use you can go look at a sample ballot before you get there at election day i was doing it because this is what i do for a living but Mm -hmm. you you could just go to the election board websites and their listing of sample ballots like I said, they were 370-something pages of them, and you just have to scroll down to your specific one for your area. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it is out there. You can look at it ahead of time and to make your decisions to say, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. And most places when you walk in, they have them hanging on the walls so you could look at them before you actually even go in to vote. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, uh, where's, where's, where's Greenfield Township? What city or county or town is that it's near? It's upper Lackawanna County right on the Susquehanna border. Oh, near Susquehanna border. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, thank you. Okay, Mel. have a great night. It's uh, 4.32 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 4.38 here at the station, 58 degrees and sunny. It's the point of the show where we honor 
our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 74 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day, four of which from here in Pennsylvania. Going to start off with investigator David Michael Petzold, Upper Saccone Township Police Department in 2006, was struck and killed by a vehicle on Route 309 near Passer Road while attempting to remove a deer carcass from the roadway. Sergeant Delbert Ray Flowers, Jr., Mannheim Borough Police Department of Pennsylvania in 1984, died as a result of being exposed to carbon monoxide inside his 1982 Dodge Diplomat police cruiser due to a faulty ignition switch. Policeman Philip A. Bruce, Philadelphia Police Department, 1929, was killed in an automobile accident when his patrol car collided with a fire truck as both vehicles responded to a fire. And police officer John Wiggins of the Allegheny City Police Department, Pennsylvania, in 1880, was shot and killed on an Ohio street near Union Avenue while he and another officer were escorting two prisoners to jail. The officers had arrested the two for fighting outside of a saloon as the group walked along Ohio street. One of the prisoners started yelling at the other, pulled a revolver from his pocket and shot officers Wiggins in the face. And those are our, our four from our area here in Pennsylvania. And our, our thoughts go out with them. I, I got some text messages in, in regards to the last interview about the memorial up there. It says, Rob, I was part of the honor guard for Eric Sablotnik. It was truly an honor, an honor I hope one day will not need to be done. And I said, amen. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, this, this is going on while we are witnessing, I, I think it's up to 46 attacks now on U.S. soldiers on U.S. interests in the Middle East due to Iran-backed terrorists, mostly from Yemen at this point. Now, we did strike what we're calling a munitions dump in the middle of the desert at night when there was no one there because, you know, we God forbid we hurt each other, you know, hurt somebody that's trying to kill our soldiers. And there, there's been over 40 U.S. soldiers injured in these attacks um, there was another airstrike that took out something else. And in response to our, in the middle of the night, tents in the desert strikes, not killing any terrorists, um, they're alleging now that they shot down one of our Reaper drones, which I believe is $23 million, these Houthi rebels from Yemen, uh, that are backed by Iran. Um, obviously, their technology, obviously, their assets. So we're going to need to do something here to send a message that the, this is not going to be tolerated. And it's only because of the public outcries of up to 46 attacks on U.S. military bases now, injuring over 40 military members, killing a contractor who had a heart attack during one of the attacks. Uh, we're going to have to send a clear and concise message that this is not not to be tolerated and it's only because of the pressure that the public has been putting on the questions, the daily news articles saying there's been 48, 46 attacks and no retaliation. And, and I'm not talking about you know blowing up a tent in the middle of the night where no one's around. I'm talking about you know if they launch an attack on us, we launch a counterattack back tenfold. That's the way this is done. This is the way you stop these interests, these things from happening. It's uh, 4.42 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Oh, Rob, thank you. This Pentella Data Internet traffic update brought to you by Fire Tree Conwego. Struggling with addiction? Fire Tree Conwego 
is here for you. Visit Firetree.com. They're still clearing up that accident to anyone northbound around Wilkesbury Bear Creek. You'll be slowing down quite a bit, and you might still be having trouble getting on 81 at that point as well. Wilkesbury Bear Creek heading northbound on 81. We have 80 East backed up pretty bad because of some road construction going on just past the 81 Junction. And 81 Southbound, that is crawling um, between Scranton and Music. So you, I don't think you're going above 20 miles per hour there. Marshwood Road and Music Lake Road in the Jessup area. You might see some police activity. Use caution in that area. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, becoming cloudy and cold, low 42. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, breezy at times, high 53. Saturday, mix of sun and clouds, high 48. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, high 47. It's currently, give me a second, 57 degrees. And uh, I guess it's sunny outside still, or just about... The, the sunset at uh, 443, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 447 here. What did I say? 57 degrees outside. We, um, we talk about our local youth and family services, both in Luzerne and Lackawanna County. It's It's not... You know, there's a lot of issues here going on. And, and I wanted to put it in perspective. You know, I, I, I come down on them pretty hard because, and again, I, I think there are great caseworkers at both these organizations, both both Luzerne and Lackawanna County. I, I think a lot of it's a, a leadership issue, a structure issue. My my opinion from what I've seen, my professional opinion in dealing with this type of work for, for over three decades. But it's not an unusual situation for this type of these type of agencies. And I brought this up just to put it in perspective because I am so hard on them because, you know, when it comes to kids, there is a high, the high standard that needs to be met because you're dealing with kids lives. You're dealing with kids welfare, their well-being. So yes, I'm, uh, you know, if I sound like I'm coming down too hard on them, uh, I'm sorry, I am. And I do. And, and, like I said, as far as the ones that have been charged, we'll let the justice system deal with that. Let the the facts and the evidence deal with what's going on there. The fact, the way it's been handled from the leadership there up until the county commissioners, you know, what some legal experts are calling unprecedented support of, of paying for legal expenses is just uh, uncalled for. And I think it sends a bad message that allows this type of atmosphere to flourish. But that being said, you have a. Uh, I found this article out in Illinois, where lawmakers there approved the Inspector General for the Department of Child and Family Services. Questions remain about what's being done to fix significant issues with that department. Again, this is Illinois. This was just posted today. The Illinois Senate on Tuesday approved Ann McIntyre as the Department of Child and Family Services Inspector General. She's been the acting IG since September 2022. She would continue her position appointed by the governor. Since December, five children have died while on the state's child protection agency radar, including an 8-year-old, a 6-year-old, 
and a two-and-one-year-old. Critics blame the state's child welfare agency who reportedly had interactions with the children and their families. Again, this is Illinois. But I want to be fair and put this type of work into perspective. Of, of There's a national problem here. The uh, Department of Children's and Family Services director, Mark Smith, had received several com- contempt of court orders after failing to place youth in proper care in a timely manner. McIntyre was asked during her appointment what's being done to fix these issues. Throughout my time as the acting inspector general, I've been committed to the mission of this office to reform and strengthen the child welfare system. We will hold independent comprehensive investigations and to hold the department as well as the individual employees, supervisors, and administrators accountable for instances of misconduct. A 248-page report released by the Illinois Inspector General shows that in 2022, Illinois' Child Welfare Agency saw 171 kids die while on the department radar or within 12 months after the department made contact with them. So we're, we're not thankfully there, but we also need to ensure we don't get there. And... Hopefully, a new team. Am I using that? I I hope that's the right analogy. I hope that's the right word. A new team coming in as county commissioners puts their foot down immediately and changes the direction, changes the course. You know, here's a 248-page report released, not a three-page outline of what we can do to fix things like was done locally, but... Also, to put it in perspective, this is a national problem. This just isn't a Lackawanna County issue. It's not a Luzerne County issue, although Luzerne County has made strides to start correcting that in the right direction. We have yet to see that turnaround here in Lackawanna County, I, and I hope we do. And I will be the first to announce it and, and compliment that when we do see that turnaround. But I haven't seen that accountability. I haven't seen that turnaround. As a matter of fact, I've seen a lot of the uh, nothing to see here, which is unacceptable. It's 4.52 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 4.55, 57 degrees outside. I heard it's another beautiful sunset outside. Jake, do you think Eagle Peak out there is another beautiful sunset? Uh, they, oh, they for lock, sure. They lock me in a box. They don't allow it. I, I have to get a certain amount of ratings before I can see the sunset, so I'm not allowed. So another, another, another beautiful day in there. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the one yesterday probably stood out a little bit more, but nevertheless, it does look very, very beautiful outside, yeah. Rob. It's that time of year. Soak yeah. it in. Open up those blinds. Spin your computer around after you throw it off the desk there. <laughs> See, you know, the problem is, and this is an ongoing joke, they give Jake a computer from like 1940, and he's expected to do 2023 work on it, and um, that's not the way things work. So, uh, you know, when the hamster's not keeping up with the wheel and um, he can't upload things, so you guys can't hear things the way they need to be done. But we could get better snacks for the hamster, I guess. Um, keep that wheel going. And water. And water. <laughs> yeah. No water until he runs faster. <laughs> that guy. Oh. But yeah, hour one is up, and the interview with Claire and Patty is already up. So. Oh, that's great. I appreciate yeah. that. I said that nothing gets done here without Jake. <laughs> I, you hear my voice all the time, but you only hear my voice because of Jake. You The music in there, Jake. Um, you know, this, this show operates because of Jake. And uh, 
I appreciate him in each and every day. I appreciate you, buddy. I bring Thank him you. In, bring him into the show as much as I can. Um, life, American life expectancy rates have plummeted to nearly a 30-year low. Here's what's going on. Oh, I'll tell you what's going on. We're stupid. That's what's going on. Um, but it's really just a matter of the... the Like I said, it's, it's, it's dropped to the lowest in three decades, according to a global report. Our current average age of 76.4, the United States has now been eclipsed by nearly every other developed nation. According to recent data from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Uh, the last time the country was reported lower numbers was 1996, according to the World Bank. Ranked among all countries analyzed in the report, the U.S. was listed in 34th place. In 2003, we were at 10th place. Globally, the average age life expectancy is 80.3 years old. Switzerland having the highest, 83.9. And Lat- Latva, 73.1. But found that the average life expectancy around the world fell by 0.7 years, mainly due to COVID pandemic, the COVID pandemic. But it slowly began to rise last year, except for here. Hmm. The organization cited heart disease, the leading cause of death for Americans, stroke, obesity, and diabetes. Cases are expected to double by 2050 as the main reason impacting people's health around the world. Air pollution, smoking, alcohol consumption. All the, the, typical, uh, the typical reasons there. But what was the age I, I gave again? 70, 76.4. Listen, if I can live to 76.4 years, I'm good. I'm all right. I mean, we had uh, Claire in here earlier from Greenfield Township. God bless her. 96 years old. Born and raised in Greenfield Township. That's a beautiful thing. And to be so passionate to to offer her phone number. So if you want to look at the museum from Greenfield Township, and I've seen the outside of it. I've seen some of the displays inside because at the local firemen's fairs, they do put them out there. But to say, hey, call me, I'll meet you there, and I'll give you a tour myself. That's, that's what America's about. That's the greatness of Northeast Pennsylvania right there. Here's someone that, hey, you need me to come by? Spend a little time with you, show you a little history of our town. I will. We, we need more of that in America. We need more of that here in Pennsylvania. We need more of that here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It's, you know, there's, there's greatness all around us if we just take some time to look at it. And uh, that, that was a great moment right there, giving out your personal phone number to say, hey, even if it's closed, give me a call. I'll come up. I'll show it to you because uh, that's how much I care about you. It's how much I care about our history. 